Distractions podcast, a podcast that's listed as true crime, but we also talk about paranormal stories, folklore, conspiracy theories, and pretty much anything that just makes us kind of question humanity as a whole. I'm Alex. And Christy. And this week we are back to conspiracy theories. And this one, this one's just really weird. Like it's, it's just they all I, weird. <laughs> they're all really weird, but this one, I'm not gonna lie, this one, when I first started researching it, I was like, I don't know if I really want to cover this. And then after a while, I was like, hey, I have to cover this. This is just fucking bananas. So I'm excited. It's weird. Perfect. Start off slow. Hopefully everyone enjoys it. Uh, but before we dive in, we got to do a couple of things first. So first and foremost, just want to shout out our Patreon member, Tom. Thank you so much for being a patron to this little weird show. Uh, if you... If you want to shout out, just like Tom, uh, check us out on Weird Distractions Podcast on Patreon, where we have two tiers, and you can join and get extra content, because, you know, that's what that's what Patreon's about. Support. That's what we're here for. You're here for all of the content, so why not have more? Yeah, if you need more distractions, if you can't wait, if waiting a whole week for a new episode is just too much, Patreon is the best place to get some more distractions. And before I ask you what you need distraction from, I have some corrections from episode 53 about Faith Hathaway. So I got my little sticky note here because I am organized as hell. Uh, So in episode 53, I had made a comment at some point saying that Faith was 17 when she passed away. I was wrong. She was 18. I know. My apologies. Uh, I also pronounced some places wrong, like very wrong. And I remember when we were recording, I kind of looked at you like, I forgot to jolly phonics this. And now <laughs> I am in a dumpster fire that I have created. Oh, dear. <clears throat> so the, the first one is uh, the location of where Faith lived, which was Manville, not Mandyville or whatever the heck I said. It's Manville. Louisiana, uh, as well as I believe one of the newspapers I was referencing to, it's Picayune, not Picayune or whatever I said. So <laughs> my apologies. And my third, well, fourth apology goes to uh, Medale, which I I think that's where Sister Helen Prugine once roamed. I don't really remember at the top of my head right now because I only had so much room in my little sticky note, but. It's Medale, not Medale, or however however I pronounced it in the episode. So my apologies, Louisiana. I love you so much, but you know I can't talk. Welcome to our podcast. We fumble a little bit. It's fine. We might fumble and fall, but we'll provide a distraction as much as we can. Uh, speaking of which, Christy, what is your need for a distraction this week? Is it work? Uh, my need for a distraction this week is... That was today, Tuesday. Yeah. See, I can't keep track of days because I just work so much. Um, so today is day two of day 20 of oh, my schedule. My so that's what I'm distracting from is that I'm going to work the next 20 days and I'm going to want to die. Fair enough. You know what? You're a trooper and I appreciate I, you. I try. I got to pay for that new car. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. You got a new set of wheels, my friend. Mm-hmm. And it's beautiful. It's so nice, guys. It's like, oh, it's so beautiful. I'm so envious. Yeah, cars are expensive. And speaking of expensive, 
My need for a distraction is I went to a bank appointment last week and essentially I was kindly told by my financial advisor that if I go back to work full time, so driving to the office five days a week, I'm not going to be making any like take home money. It's essentially all going to be going towards pretty much all my bills, gas and car maintenance. So you're maybe making less than what you make now, or you just won't be saving any money? I won't be able to save as much, and mm. my grocery budget will be slightly affected. So are you ready for a conspiracy theory distraction? Tell me all the weirdness. All right, so we've heard of missing people, of course. We've heard of missing pets. We've heard of missing jewelry. We've mm. heard of missing pieces of artwork, and maybe more. But this is a whole new type of missing that maybe some haven't heard of or encountered. So this week I'm talking about the missing Amber Room slash the miss like the Amber Room theft. Someone what? Someone thefted a room? Technically. We'll get okay. to it. Okay. I'm a little confused. <laughs> I know. When I first saw it online, I was like, I'm sorry. An entire room was stolen. How does that even work? Like, it's not like you can steal a house. A room is different. Exactly. So the Amber Room was made of ornate amber and golden leaf panels that were gifted to Russian Tsar Peter the Great back in 1716 from the then Prussian king. This gift was apparently given to symbolize a peace between Prussia and Russia and to further strengthen their bond. So right off the hop, I wish I got gifts of, you know, amber anything golden leaf panels literally anything just a gift would be fine just something little or just some piece would be great as well and essentially this gift was of essentially panels that were used to decorate said room but because of its last kind of design as like a full-on room like the panels were used to decorate all the walls of the room okay. it's just referenced as the amber room oh so the it's pieces of the room yes I comprende. Do you understand? Do you further understand? Okay, cool. The origin of the Amber Room begins before 1716, though. So in 1701, Frederick I of Prussia had one of his rooms decorated in said amber for his home at the Charlottenburg Palace. Some suspect that amber was sourced from the Baltic Sea, as apparently 60,000 tons had apparently or has apparently been taken from the sea over the past couple of years, according to the Zephyrus YouTube video. I didn't know this, but apparently you can find amber in water. Uh, it's known to be light. It can float. That just blew my mind. I was like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Come like again. You find lots of things in water. So you I can, can filter that shit. Yeah, you can find so many treasures and so many disturbing things in the water if you just, you know, get to the water. So it was Peter's daughter, Catherine, that allegedly moved the Amber Room from one castle to the Catherine place as part of her meditation room. So she had the panels removed from its where it was to her palace, quote unquote, as a part of like a relaxing, like a relaxing atmosphere for her meditation room. Give us some feng shui or feng shui. How do you say that? Do you say segue? No, I said I was like saying feng shui, and I was like feng shui. Oh. I was like feng shui, whatever the way you say it. Some zen. Some zen. I get it. I understand. 
The Catherine Palace, which was a formal royal residence, is approximately 30 kilometers south of St. Petersburg in Russia. Uh, And the palace now is essentially a museum where you can kind of explore the building, kind of get some history, all that fun stuff. These amber panels were once thought by some as the eighth wonder of the world because of how beautifully crafted they are. I feel like everyone says that there's an eighth wonder of the world and they just associate with like anything like whatever they're trying to talk about the moment, because they're like, this yeah. is the next big thing, and it's not. I know, but it's like every every unknown thing is the eighth wonder of the world. Like it's just I don't know. Can it not be like the ninth, tenth? Like can we just like label them like in numeric fashion as opposed to everything is the eighth, but we can't find it, so we can't really claim it. It's the eighth. I don't know the actual like origin of the story. I know like the from movies, the eight wonders of the world. So like there's specific only a limit to what they can have as the top. I think. But why? Just me guessing. Yeah, but, like, why? Why only eight? Crank that shit up to ten, brother. Isn't this saying crank it up to eleven? Well, I like ten better. <laughs> Ten's an even number. You can split it down the middle. Get five each. I don't know. Fuck it. So. Whatever. Anyways, as mentioned, some people think it's eighth wonder of the world, but uh, we'll never know. For those who don't know what Amber is because I'm taking this long to get to the point of what amber is. It's essentially fossilized tree sap that hardens to the point where it becomes a gen over a long, long period of time. It's orange, coarse, and clear, which makes for good jewelry and other items. If you need kind of like a mental picture of amber, a common way to picture it is to think of the casing for the DNA in the Jurassic Park movie, like the original movie. Do you remember that? I was going to say, all I can picture is like the little ball with the mosquito in it. It's like, that's how dinosaurs became. <laughs> That's how they became. <laughs> they take the DNA from the mosquito and then they make it dinosaurs. Fair enough. Apparently, more than 590 square feet of the room was covered with these panels, which would remain during the 18th and 19th century. You may wonder how much the amber paneling may have costed because that's that was my first question. I'm like, that sounds really expensive. That sounds out of my price range. How much would this shit cost? Can I do it in my house? Yeah, like it was the eight wonder of the world. It's going to be expensive shit. Yeah. So according to the history.co.uk article, some have estimated the price tag being anywhere between 120 to 240 million pounds in modern times, which would be like in our currency, 208 to 417 million in Canadian dollars. What? Yeah. So. Okay, give me some. <laughs> yeah, not not in not in any of our uh, future renovation projects. I can tell you that for free. You can find me some and then I can sell it, but I don't need a house. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> to pay for my house. Yeah, exactly. In this economy, I'm going to use that shit to buy me a house. In this panorama. Yes. In this panorama. So everything sounds great. It's fabulous. It's wonderful. It's majestic. We love it. We're here for the amber panels. We're here for the amber room. All is lovely, but uh, as mentioned, it's not its not going to stay lovely so long. Even though the Amber Room would go on to survive the testaments of time, including a revolution in 1917, things would change in 1941. As we may recall, this little tiny thing called World War II took place between 1939 to 1945. One thing that I didn't really remember learning in grade 10, 11, or 12 history was how much art was stolen during World War II. Uh, 
by the Nazis. Like I, I don't remember any of that education being scrammed in my scrammed being crammed in my head, so to speak. Yeah, my head was scrambled from that because yeah. I completely blank on like tenth grade history. I fucking named that course. I don't care anything about that course. Did I didn't you? care about history, but I was like yeah. psh, blank gone. I don't care. I don't even think we learned about in grade ten. Like, didn't we learn about? I don't even know. I don't even know. See, I loved history, but I just I can't remember things from there. So it's goes to show how well our education system really uh, really worked out for us. So according to the history.uk.co.uk website, the Nazis apparently stole approximately 600,000 pieces of art across Europe. That is a lot of fucking artwork. Where'd they put it all? Well, hiding hide, it somewhere? Yeah, hiding it a little bit here, a little bit there. I mean, they were they were hiding it in a bunch of places and we'll get to some potential locations in a bit. Some of the artwork that was seized was eventually found and returned. However, some, including our precious and fabulous Amber Room, is not one of them. Former head art curator Antoli Kuchmov was assigned to repair to protect the Amber Room from being potentially snatched by Nazis during World War II. As some may know, the Nazis were coming in hot to St. Petersburg in June of 1941, which was referred to as Operation Barbarossa. Operation Barbarossa took place over a span of six months, and its goal was to take over the Soviet Union. The Amber Room couldn't be removed prior to the Nazis coming. Uh, it, like, it couldn't be taken off the wood because it was mm-hmm. kind of brittle at this point. Like, it's been around since, what, 1701? It's now 1941. Mm-hmm. I can't it takes, math. like, a mass renovation, a, rest- a restoration of that shit. Not like, let's do it in the yeah. middle of the war. Yeah, exactly. So removal, especially a rush one, may have led to damage to the amber, which we can't afford that. They can't afford that. No one can afford that damage. Not a 200 million or whatever it was. Exactly. So not only that, but I think the Soviets kind of caught wind of Operation Barbarossa coming in like as potential thing in May. So they only had like a certain amount of time before the Nazis came in June. <laughs> So one month isn't long enough. Exactly. So, you know, time wasn't on their side. The fact that the paneling was kind of brittle wasn't really a good thing. So there's a lot of barriers that they had to kind of address right off the hop. So Anatoly, probably stressed, fearful, unsure of any other option, decided what many homeowners think is a good idea at the time until they do it. He decided to put wallpapering over the panels. To hide it? To hide it. Yeah, I guess it's smart as what you can do in that minimal amount of time, but he was like ruining it with glue. Well, that's the thing. I don't know what kind of wallpaper they would have put up. Like, it's not peel and stick, because I don't know if, if that was even a thing back then. Paper mache or something? <laughs> like, ruin it, really. Well, that's the thing. So, Anatoly put a thin layer of wallpaper on the panels in alleged hopes to trick the Nazis into thinking it wasn't anything special and that perhaps the Amber Room was actually gone. Like, you know, trying to hide it, essentially. Good try. Good try, but unfortunately, what Anatoly and others may not have known was that Hitler was already super aware of the Amber Room and actually wanted it back in Germany. Because the Amber Room panels were curated in Germany, Hitler had this ideation that the Amber Room needed, absolutely needed, to be back in Germany. Of course it did. Of course he fucking did. You can imagine that when the Nazis arrived... On the property, they knew what they were getting, and according to the history.co.uk website, they stripped the wallpaper, packed the panels into crates, and had shipped them to Konigsberg, Germany, within 36 hours. 
and they didn't stand a chance to have a month to get that figured out. Yeah, so like most things in life, wallpaper isn't going to solve all of your problems. I'm sorry. So now the Amber Room is in the hands of the Nazis. We at least know where it is, but we're getting closer to the mystery. I promise. So I should mention that Konigsberg uh, sorry, now uh, goes by... Kaliningrad, which is still considered a part of Germany. It changed names. I don't know when, but I'm going to refer to it as Konigsberg for most of the rest of my notes. It's not documented if the amber was damaged during the removal of it. Uh, I know I mentioned before that Antoli wasn't able to remove the panels due to potential damage, but I speculate that the Nazis really didn't probably care and that they were just kind of following orders, right? So at this point, we don't know what kind of shape the amber is in, but we know that it's, it's just gone right? Mm -hmm. The panels traveled on the former Baltic coast and were placed in the Konigsberg Castle, where it would remain for two years on display, which is interesting. Mm -hmm. So as things started to ramp up with the Allies, (laughs) Hitler had the panels moved again, along with other stolen goods, in order to protect them from being stolen. Again, so he he stole them from Russia. Now he's like, oh, I don't want them to be stolen again. So he he essentially was trying to hide them, so to speak. However, this may be the last time that the amber panels were seen. So according to the history.co.uk website article, in 1944, the Royal Air Force bombed Konigsberg, which would destroy the castle where the panels were held. Then, yeah, I know, then a year later, the city would be attacked even more when artillery fire waved over the whole town. So this was a small town and it just got rocked. So she gone. Yeah. Although the grounds of Konigsberg were reportedly searched, the remains of the original amber panels, which made up the amber room, are still missing to this day. So the last place we know it was, was the Konigsberg Castle. On display. On display. And then Hitler had it hidden somewhere or it was supposed to go somewhere. But we haven't seen it since. Mm. So the Soviet Union did reconstruct a second amber room in the Catherine place, which started like the construction of this started in 1979 and was finally completed sometime in 2003. Holy. Yeah, it took a fucking long time. So no one knows where the OG amber room is. However, there are some theories as to what may have happened and where it may be today. So they made new panels out of actual amber again to replicate what was already made out of? I think so. As far as I know, I think so. I didn't realize that expensive. Yeah. Just lying around to make some more? Well, that's the thing. So I think they were, I think they got the original amber from the Baltic Sea, which isn't that far. (laughs) So I, I don't know. Like, I didn't really look into the reconstruction because I was more focused on the OG. I was f- more focused on the original, you know? I, w- I would assume they would probably try and use real amber this time around. And if it took that long, I would assume that they probably did. Yeah, at least something cheap. It could have them slapped up and who knows how quick. Exactly. Anyways, now on to our conspiracy theories as to what happened to our beautiful amber room. So the first theory is that the panels were destroyed by bombings and fires. So this theory is backed by Professor Alexander Bruzov. So Professor Bruzov was sent over by Soviets to try and recover stolen artifacts back in May of 1945. 
During this investigation, Bruzoff allegedly found burnt remains of three of four Florentine mosaics that were kept in the Amber Room back in Russia. So I'm assuming they were they were probably snatched up when the Amber Room was snatched up. He and his team also found copper hinges and piles of ashes across the castle in Konigsberg. So this one seems likely, of course, but not everyone was on board. Cue Mr. Wallpaper, Anatoly Kuchmov, and maybe even the Soviet Union. Allegedly, Anatoly reported that he felt the panels were still kicking around, undamaged, and wanted to do his own investigation. Maybe wanting to cover up his wallpaper failure, which, like, I I totally get it. Uh, He went on and got the KGB, which is a Russian state security agency, to pass, kind of say, like, nah, we don't really really vibe with this bruise-off theory. And when the KGB says something, you follow what they say. Well, exactly. Exactly. So, although the Amber Room pieces were supposed to be moved to another place, there's no definitive location to where it was supposed to go. And when. Not only that, but if it was damaged by the bombings and fire, it would mean that Russia destroyed its own art. Accidentally, of course. Hopefully not. (laughs) Hopefully not, but... So, it's been documented that... Connie'sburg was absolutely rocked when it was taken over, as mentioned. It should also be known that amber can burn. So meaning if Connie'sburg had any fires or what have you, which obviously it did, or I'm sure it did, there is potential that if it was left exposed, it could have burned, right? I was going to say, I don't know like what the actual substance burns like, like if it melts into like a glob or like disintegrates, I don't know. I think it disintegrates. I could be very wrong. If you know the answer, email us. Because I'm not going to look it up right now. Because I'm, I'm too deep in the notes, man. So, Bruzoff did interview uh, someone from Connie'sburg who noted that they were in the castle until its seizure. Further confirming that the Amber Room was, were eventually put into crates. So, they were taken off the walls in the ca- from the castle and put into crates at the time of the, quote, surrender. Potentially going to be moved somewhere but it's, it's unclear whether they were actually moved before or sorry after they were put in the crates yeah there's not really landing up what happened exactly so Bruzoff concluded the following which i got from the zephyrus youtube video this is a direct quote summarizing all the facts we can say that the amber room was destroyed between 9th and 11th of april 1945 but as mentioned this was dismissed by the government because it would essentially mean that they had destroyed their own precious artifact which not not a great look not a great look indeed. No, like, it's going to be known to be like, we just destroyed all this expensive amber. Oopsie. <laughs> well, exactly, right? So this kind of reminds me of the lost cosmonauts in the sense that Russia didn't want to, or has been known to not necessarily acknowledge their wrongdoing in fear of embarrassment, mm. right? Yes. I mean, it's I don't want to... like, uppity, yeah. and we have to be the best at what we do, no matter what. There came in no failure. Exactly. So in this instance, they could have considerably covered up destroying the original Amber Room by simply just creating another. So they could have acknowledged on the DL that, hey, we actually, you know, destroyed this. That's why they decided to make the new one. This isn't any shade towards Russia. I mean, if I was a full body country with this problem, I'd probably do the same thing. But I mean, to me, this seems like the most logical theory out of the rest yeah. I'm going to tell you. Like, even burn to burn, did you make a new one, you make a new one. End of story. Yeah. And it, there's nothing to be embarrassed about Russia. Everyone makes mistakes. Everyone. <laughs> Everyone puts wallpaper when they think it's a good idea and realize it's not halfway through. So it, 
It happens. Happens to the best of us. Exactly. So the next theory is that they went down with the ship, the Wilhelm Gustloff which just sounds so freaking fancy. Uh, I don't think we need to take a deep dive into how scary and uncertain times were during World War II, but I do want to shed a light on what was once considered half your salvation by a ship passenger, Heinz Schien, in reference to the ship Wilhelm Gustloff. This ship was once a cruise liner for Hitler's Strength Through Joy program, which I don't know what that is. I was going to look into it, but... I just didn't feel like it, to be honest. Uh, but So that was a program back in the 30s. However, it eventually would be turned into a hospital ship as the war raged on. And then it was kind of a getaway ship at one point for evacuated Germany, German military and civilians from the ports of East Prussia. So the ship would be filled with women, men, and children in the winter of 1944 and 1945 en route to the Pilau or Gotenhafen ports. At one point, the boat was carrying somewhere between 7,000 to 10,000 people, with 4,000 of those people being kids. And these numbers were way too many for what the boat was re- reportedly supposed to take on. So they were way over max capacity. So yeah, it's it's... Trigger warning, it's going to get sad in a bit. Sorry. like it's Titanic 2.0. <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Not only that, but some suspect that rare and highly desired art memorabilia, such as parts of the Amber Room, were also on board looking for solitude in a new place. Unfortunately, as it was going over the Baltic Sea, a Soviet submarine shot the ship with four torpedoes. The ship reportedly sank within an hour. Those who didn't die due to the torpedo blast would meet their demise by the frozen waters of the sea. The total death count was between 6,000 to 9,000 people. However, the total number is murky because of the initial documentation of the people on board was once again murky. As we know, documentation even in the 40s was probably not... Well, it might have been better than back in 1912 when Titanic went, but... According to the New Orleans National World War II Museum website, they noted how the Wilhelm Gustav was one of the worst disasters in maritime history, being even bigger in terms of lives lost in comparison to the Titanic. But it's crazy because I never heard of the ship until I was doing this research. Like, I've never heard of it before at all, whatsoever. No, me either. It was that many more people more than Titanic. Like, Titanic is a big story. Yeah. A lot of people died. This is more people that died. It's not that big of a story that I'm aware of. Right. So as mentioned, the Amber Room was taken to Konigsberg, which was once a part of the Kingdom of Prussia before it was taken over by Nazis, which once again, it's now part of Germany. Allegedly, Hitler wanted the Amber Room to be taken along with other art pieces, but like taken to somewhere to hide it, essentially. Uh, But it's not clear whether they did make it out before the bombing or not. And if they did, were they on the ship? Because a lot of other pieces of art were apparently on the ship, but we don't know if the Amber Room panels were on the ship. So not only... So they might be gone. Yeah. And not only that, just another piece of the puzzle we also don't know where they were supposed to go so we had an inter- we had someone that was interviewed saying oh yeah they were put into crates in the castle but we don't know where their safe haven location was and that could be for a very good reason just because they're meant to be safe but and i think i mentioned it somewhere in my notes you would think that someone would have documented it somewhere yeah you should know the itinerary of something that important someone should know where it should go 
exactly. a home is supposed to be. Exactly. So as kind of a given, some people believe that the Amber Room panels are at the bottom of the Baltic Sea. So I know I mentioned that Amber can float, and I know what you're all thinking. Well, if it can float, why haven't we seen it at the top of the sea? Which, trust me, I thought of that already. I, I thought of it. It crossed my mind. I was like, hey, maybe it's at you know floating around somewhere at this point. Who knows? But we must remember, it was allegedly put into a crate, or they were put into crates, which, hypothetically, if we're talking wood crates, steel crates, we don't know. I'm going to assume that they're heavier than the amber panels, right? So they probably would sink to the bottom of the sea. Yes, and the, how deep the sea is. I know some parts are like really, really deep, but let's tell it's like deep enough. Whether it floated up or not, it has a long ways to go. Exactly. So that's that theory, which it could, it possibly, I mean, I'll give it credit. I, I think it's a potential. I mean, it could have gone on the ship. It could have, it could get mm. the bottom of the sea. You know, I there were no receipts of where this fuck this stuff went, so it could be anywhere. Exactly. So yeah, we don't know. I still, I'm still holding on to the theory number one. Theory number two is potential. We still got more to go. So the next theory is that it's hidden within the Konigsberg underground tunnels and chambers. This one's spooky. You know how I feel about underground tunnels and chambers. We love them. <laughs> we love them because they're spooky, and usually it means that there's a ghost there. I'm just saying. Some believe that the amber panels are hidden in the Konigsberg underground tunnel system, potentially in one of the chambers. I tried to do an in-depth research of these underground tunnels because, as mentioned, love me some underground tunnels because usually they're associated with ghost stories. We're into that weird shit. I was able to find out that the tunnels were essentially created, I think, for the castle, because then it could connect to other parts of the once bustling town. According to the Newsmint website, uh, which is where you can actually book a tour of said tunnels, the website claims that these tunnels have secret dungeons, which are still reportedly hidden to this day. So there are parts of the, this underground tunnel system that we haven't... that. We haven't explored since its creation, probably, so to speak. Why hasn't it been explored? I'm still trespassing, but, like, why is nobody looking into this? I don't know. Who owns the property? Well, and when it comes to underground tunnels like that, you have to wonder how safe they are for people to explore, right? My mind, I just... true. I guess it could collapse on you when you die. Yeah, so that might be why. Just just a thought. Safety. Who would have thought? Just putting that out there. Okay, fine. (laughs) So... The website also says that there are a reported 15 forts in Konigsberg in which you can kind of, you know, within that tour, you can kind of check out, uh, I think, fort number three in particular, as well as the famous underground bunker of Otto van Lash, who apparently was part of the surrender of Konigsberg in April of 1945. The tour website also hints heavily that this may be where the Amber Room is located as apparently at one point it was once there. I mean, we know it was in the castle for sure. If it was in the tunnels, we don't have the receipts to actually tell whether that's legit or not. But well, that's the thing. If it was there, why haven't we found it yet? I mean, your question is still valid. Why haven't we researched it? If, if it's safety concerns, how do we, how do we go and investigate? I'm saying it as if you, if you, and as if (laughs) I'm saying it as if we're going to go do it ourselves. Yeah, we're going to go from we're going to go from the top down, because I guess if you can't get underground, we must well dig our ways down there. I'm just saying. Yeah, exactly. But I'm saying it as if we're going tomorrow. Like, make sure to pack a granola bar because we're going to find this amber room. Road trip. Well, across the ocean road trip, (laughs) so to speak. Boat trip. (laughs) (laughs) So 
this uh this theory i'm kind of like eh, like there's a chance it could be in the underground tunnels or in one of the you know chambers but once again we don't really have any solid proof we have no documentation to say that it actually stayed in the castle because as mentioned it was put into crates it was on its ready to go if it left it left. We have no documentation of that, but we also have no documentation that it actually fully stayed there either, right? Yes, we have no proof of any of that. So, like, it could have left, but, like, why would you steal it, put it in the basement or in these dungeons if you're planning it to go somewhere else? It's probably gone at this rate. And, I mean, I guess we could... I guess we could look at it in the sense of, you know, maybe it was supposed to leave, it was supposed to go on that ship, but then, you know, due to time restraints and what have you, it got, you know, put down in the tunnels... But once again, why? I just it frustrates me when there's no documentation, you know. Yeah, like there's some some thing might be true to that, but yeah, it's probably unlikely one of those, that that specific conspiracy. Yeah, and if and even if it is, I'm pleading anyone to go find it because I need I just need to know. Like all of our conspiracy theories and mysteries, we need to know the answer. We need to know all the answers, please. Exactly. Receipts. Receipts. So the next theory is that the Nazis actually destroyed it. So this theory is essentially stating that the Nazis destroyed it so that neither the Soviets nor the Allies could have their hands on it. There's no specific evidence to back this one up, though. So there's no specific evidence on this one, though. And if you think about it, like, why why would Hitler make this huge deal about getting this, getting the Amber Room essentially back in Germany, because that's where it was made, in Germany, to then just turn around and be like, okay, destroy it. Because I don't want anyone else to have their hands on it, right? Yeah, and if you made a big deal about it with the other conspiracies that you, instead of, like, saying destroying it here, the last one was... They accidentally destroyed it, and they had to remake yeah. a new one. Like, why would you then destroy it to make a new one in the beginning? Like, you could just kept the one you had. Well, no, the Soviet Union redid it. I'm talking about the Nazis. Oh, I can. Yeah. Play. Okay. Yeah. I was confused. Yeah, fair enough. So yeah, essentially, there's a theory roaming the internet that the Nazis had destroyed it because they didn't want anyone else to have it. It's kind of like, well, if I can't have it because you're threatening to ruin it, then no one's going to be able to have it. Makes sense. I understand. Yeah. Yeah, so with this one, though, I will say you could argue that maybe the the Nazis accidentally destroyed it because think, thinking back, it was so brittle to the point where they had to use wallpaper to literally try and hide it back when it was in Russia. You know, maybe, maybe when the Nazis had put it up in Konigsberg, they had destroyed it a little bit. And then when they tried to take it off to try and hide it and move it to a different location, it got destroyed even more. Right. This is very true. Yeah, because it, it's been so old and it's so moving so much that I feel like it's becoming a little fragile. Exactly, exactly. So that theory, I'm not I'm not really buying it. I know people are trying to sell it, but I'm not buying it. Doesn't doesn't seem to add up to me. You're not here for it. No, no. So uh, the next one is that it may be in Poland. Which is interesting. So, according to oh. the first, yeah, according to the first news article by Stuart Dowell back in June of 2019, some believe that the Amber Room may be in a secret tunnel located in the northeastern Mazury region of Poland. Why Poland? Was my question. I was like, how the fuck did we go from Russia to Germany to Poland? Yeah, like, what, what, what did that association have to do with any of this? I'm glad you asked. So, 
According to the First News article, the Wehrmacht, which is defined as the unified armed forces of Nazi Germany that were around prior and during World War II, so they're like a little Nazi gang, so to speak, uh, supposedly built their base in nearby Polish in an, in the nearby Polish forest, close to Hitler's reported Wolf's Lair, which. How lame to have a place called Wolf Slayer. I'm sorry. What are you, 12? Lame. Lame. Uh, so essentially, yeah, that's why they were in Poland. The way I kind of remember learning about World War II is that they weren't just in Germany. They had little places. Like, once they took over a country, they developed, like, a little base camp in every place, so to speak. And Poland yeah, so was one of them. That's the reason why they're everywhere at the moment. Yeah. So after finding a concrete plate, which appeared to be covering some form of entrance, staff from a nearby World War II museum used specialist geo-radar equipment to search this entrance way further. What they discovered was a 100-kilogram concrete slab covering a 1.5-meter by 1.5-meter tunnel shaft. The exciting piece about this, according to the mentioned article that Stuart Dewell wrote, is that researchers have already found other tunnels and tunnel entrances around this site which have been opened. Not only that, but the entrance was covered with a top layer of earth, which leaves for speculation that perhaps someone may not have wanted to find like to have this tunnel found because said tunnel may be hiding something important. In a direct quote from the first news article, which was said by one of the workers for from that uh, World War II museum. What makes this discovery even more interesting is that there is a tree growing per- partially on top of it, which suggests that the ground has not been disturbed for decades, even as far back as the end of the war. It's as if someone especially didn't want anyone to find it. This theory could be very easily a top contender, as we know Hitler wanted the amber panels removed, and moved somewhere, but we don't know exactly where they moved or, you know, when they moved, but it doesn't mean that they weren't moved, right? I think we talked, like, we've talked this one to death. They were put, allegedly put into crates, so there was the intention that they were supposed to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's almost been very suspicious. Yeah. So this kind of seems, like, a little easy, so to speak, right? We can mm-hmm. just kind of, like, dig it out. We can go look. It's, it's never that easy, though. Of course. No. Nothing. So, I don't know if this is actually true, but yes. Well, apparently, to get inside of this tunnel shaft, there needs to be the tree that's kind of like partially on the entranceway, which the museum actually needs a permit to remove oh. this tree. So that's what's kind of making it a little bit sticky. And of course, this came out in 2019 when it was oh. discovered. And then we had a good old, we've been dealing with a good old global panorama. <laughs> since you know 2020 just focusing on this tree in this entrance anymore or at least not like most people not that we're aware of i haven't been able to find any updating information but yeah we're kind of at a loss at this one it's it's a good possibility but uh the first news article did make you know a really good contrasting point that i want to point out so the entrance to said tunnel is apparently 1.5 meter by 1.5 meter Okay. Begs to question, could the amber panels really fit down there in a crate? Mm, that is true. They are right. like full length. They have to go on a wall. How can they fit in that little opening? 
Exactly. So yeah, that's our last theory. I'm still I'm still kind of tying in with number one. I mean, I think they all have some potential, and I think that's why they've been kind of created into existence, so to speak. But we unfortunately still don't have any answers, of course. Yeah, like I'm with you. Like I agree, number one's on the fence. It could be most plausible. There's some little bits of other ones, but for them to be like a again, like purposely destroyed or whatnot, like it's hard to believe that because they're so expensive and why is it something you want? Like you said, you want someone to destroy it by any means or lose them. Well, exactly. And once again, we don't have proper documentation to even know where exactly it went after it went, like after it arrived in Connie'sburg, right at the castle. We don't know if it actually left because we don't have the documentation. We haven't had anyone come forward, you know, as part of, you know, the Allied Soviet Union or even the Nazis to say, like, hey, I remember dealing with the Amber Room panels. This is where they are. Like, we, we don't have any of that information, which is really frustrating. Right. So this, as mentioned, this was a case that at first when I was researching it, I was kind of like, eh, whatever. I like learning about World War II information, but I just wasn't sure if it was going to be weird enough for the show. But then the more I kind of dug around it, I was like, holy shit, like there are so many unanswered questions and so many weird twists and turns. And it just seems that every time you get closer to a potential one coming around the corner, it's, you know, well, we can't do that because it might be unsafe or we have to get a permit to look here. And, well, Russia might be hiding up, you know, covering up their mistake by accident, right? Or their accident to hide embar- to hide their embarrassment, so to speak, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, like I might see something like little that didn't have a lot of info, but there was just so many twists and turns and so much different conspiracies you could make up enough to be like, hey, this is interesting. There's a reason why some of these different things can't happen, hmm. and which builds up the conspiracy. Well, not only that, but I don't know how much the so like how much Russia is actually looking into still finding the original panels, right? Because they've already kind of made up a set, you know, Amber Room Two, so to speak. But there's still people out there thinking that it still could be around, which kind of gives this weird, I don't know, this weird desire to actually have an answer, which, like all good conspiracy theories, we we really don't know what the answer is. We will probably never have. But yes, we want some, like, burned ash amber in my hand to prove it burned, or some receipts of, like, okay, it's gone. This is where it went. This is who has it. It's at the bottom of the sea. Yeah. Yeah. Some answers, please. So, yeah, depending on where your beliefs lie in terms of whether you think the Amber Room was destroyed or whether it's in an underground bunker somewhere, we may not know for some time the definitive truth. Unfortunately, the alleged eighth wonder of the world will continue to keep us wondering when we will ever see it again and where the hell it is, (laughs) is the main thing. How rude, yes. I know. So yeah, that is the mysterious disappearance of the Amber Room, a.k.a. the disappearance of the Amber Room panels, a.k.a. the the mystery around this whole once, you know, room. Yes, it's funny to think that I get they're really expensive, but this whole hoopla is built on these these wall panels. Yeah, exactly. So shout out to my resources, uh, Radio Free Europe Radio liberty page what happened to russia's amber room by rferl writers uh, on october 5th 2020 the independent article amber room priceless russian treasure stolen by nazis discovered by german researchers no author listed published october 20th 2017 the visit peterberg's website the smithsonian magazine website article 
A Brief History of the Amber Room by Jess Bloomberg, July 31st, 2007. History.co.uk website, The Mystery of the Amber Room, The World's Greatest Lost Treasure. Author not posted again. Date not posted, which... Always cite your work. Get the credit. Uh, The Smithsonian Magazine website. The deadliest disaster at sea killed thousands, yet its story is little known. Why? By Francine Unima on January 29th, 2020. The New Orleans National World War II Museum website. The sinking of the Wilhelm Gustloff, which it just says contributor, and then Robert Satino on January 30th, 2020. The YouTube video explained the Anna Room by user Zephyrus on November 12th, 2016. Dictionary.com. The first news article. Could secret entrance to tunnel hidden in World War II bunker complex be hiding the Amber Room? Question mark by Stuart Dewell on June 11th, 2019. And finally, cherry on top of this crazy, wild, mysterious, weird conspiracy theory, the amusement website tours to the secrets of the underground Connorsburg Kaliningrad. And that is all my resources for today so christy can you tell these fine listeners where they can contact us where they can listen how they can support if they want to support all that good good stuff you can find us on many platforms for example anchor spotify and apple podcast we would love a review love some five stars anything would be great you can almost also email us at weird distractions podcast at outlook.com right now we're doing some listener stories head over to our patreon page you want some more content we have two tiers bonus episodes feel free to go on there get some extra stuff going on and if you've got some more to splurge we also have on redbubble some merch you can get anything you want on any item basically of our different icons so all those goodies and yeah the listener tales we do have some stories lined up we're just trying to figure out when we're going to record them and when we're going to release them. Uh, but thank you so much to everyone who has sent in the email. And once again, thank you to our Patreon member, Tom. Uh, yeah. We are hoping that if more people sign up for Patreon, we can kind of do some more interesting, fun things such as, I don't know, online movie nights or I don't know, something fun. We'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. But we'll, we need... We need a little bit more people to offer that kind of stuff, so to speak. So if that sounds like something you're interested in or you just want those bonus episodes, check us out. Even if you want to only do it for a month. The best way to support the show for free is to obviously leave us a review, as Christy mentioned. Because, yeah, Apple Podcasts has this weird algorithm that the more review, the more five-star reviews you get, the higher in the charts you will go and the more noticed you will be. So being noticed. All the merrier, please. Exactly, exactly. Well, if you need a distraction, we got you. Bye. Ted Bundy murdered my dad's friend in 1974 while on his reign of terror in Utah. At least, Bundy admitted to killing her just before his execution, but police were never able to locate her body. That's the topic of just one episode on Straight Up Enigmas, 
a podcast to explore the unexplained, spine-tingling supernatural stories, historical mysteries, and true crime cases are all things to expect when you tune in to our show. We discuss the impossible murder of Julia Wallace, share terrifying true stories from our listeners about sleep paralysis, and explore Cleopatra's lost tomb. I'm Jaden McKell, and I'm the host of Straight Up Enigmas. Our bite-sized bi-weekly episodes focus on the world's strangest mysteries, sacred and sonic geometry, the mistress of Murder Farm, Turkmenistan's door to hell, the curse of the horror film The Omen, and much more. Listen and subscribe at Apple Podcasts or wherever you find podcasts.